everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All Elite Zone Dynamite Review of Rampage Wrap-Up. My name is Carly, and we're here with you tonight. Uh, we're here with Connor. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at CarlyB88. Connor is at AEWFanGuy18. And we're the All Elite Zone Podcast. You can... Please like, follow us at the All Elite Zone 1 on Twitter. Give us a like and subscribe on YouTube. We're somewhere on Twitch. I think we have like two people who watch us there that never comment, but we thank you for viewing. <laughs> so let's get into it. Last night was the first night of Fighter Fest. Uh, it took place in Savannah, Georgia. Um, it was a big crowd. It was a lively crowd. It was great. Uh, the first yeah. match of the night was uh, TNT Championship match versus it was Orange Cassidy versus Wardlow. Um, what do you think, Connor? Why don't you start us off? What do you think of that match? I thought it was a good match. Um, a little bit confused what best friends were trying to do in the match. I don't know if they're trying to turn Orange Cassidy heel because there for a minute he was trying to cheat for a little bit. Then Dan Housen came from under, like he like he had a chainsaw. I forget who it was. And oh Dan, yeah, yeah. Dan Howells that gave it to down. But Orange Cassidy was trying to cheat his way to win, but he wasn't going to beat Wardlow in the beginning with. But I thought it was a very good match. Uh, seven out of ten match. Uh, I like to finish. Uh, went for that orange punch and orange. Went for the orange punch and Wardlow caught him and did a power bomb. Yeah, I thought it was like a, a spoof on the, like the heel turn, you know, cheat to win. Um, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> I, I love Brace Rumsberg. He's a special place in my heart. Um, I think he's really funny when uh, he's good comedic timing. When the time calls for it, he's a great ref, uh, makes good calls. Um, I have never seen him like really make like a messy call anywhere. But uh, when it comes to making some of like those those funny like comedic moments, he's really good for it. Um, <laughs> when he just looked at the guys and was like a chainsaw, I thought it was funny. Um, I thought the Dan Housen coming out from under the ring was a cute moment. Um, Overall, good match. I love watching Wardlow wrestle. He always manages to surprise me. Um, I'm always amazed at his just like weird superhuman giant agility that he has when he does some of these moves off the top rope. Um, seriously impressive. Uh, I made a note to myself that Orange Cassidy, I've noticed, has a um, increase in stamina. Like I remember watching him maybe like back before he got injured and he would always look so winded like... I don't know, a couple minutes into the match. And I'm like, dude, come on, like, kind of pick it up. <laughs> and he's, I've noticed that he's, since he came back from his injury, I don't know if he was training a little bit more, but he looks like he definitely um, has increased his stamina. Maybe he's working uh, more or whatever, but he looks good in the ring. Um, definitely kept up at the pace of the match. It was a solid start to the night. I also gave it a seven, seven out of 10. Um, Orange Cassidy held his own. <laughs> I don't know what the best friends are doing, but it's silly and fun. So, Keep on keeping on. I'm just glad um, Chuck Taylor's back. What's that? I'm just glad Chuck Taylor's phone. Yeah, I'm glad the best friends are. Uh, I thought they worded it a little funny. It was like Orange Cassidy is here with his best friends and not the best friends. So I don't know. Maybe that's something that's changing along the way, but there's always always changes to come. Um. In between the matches, Chris Jericho came out, had a nice little promo, announced that the Painmaker returns for the <laughs> Barbed Wire Everywhere match on next week's Dynamite. See, um, with Jericho, he, he always words stuff wrong. 
because when Jericho and Santana was Jericho and Ortiz hair versus hair match, and Jericho said, "If you beat me in a hair versus hair match, then you get to blind guts." And then they just avoided that whole thing when it was, when it came down to the match. Yeah. And then it was a barbed wire theft match, not a barbed wire everywhere match. And he even said it. I feel like he forgets what he says. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he listens. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's too much loud music on tour or, or I don't know. Bless Jericho. Look nice in his red suit. <laughs> I like the red suit. I thought um, it was a good promo though. That it was a good promo. Jericho gives good promos. I like Daddy Kingston's rebuttal of like Jericho got five minutes and this is all I get. <laughs> um Eddie's always good for putting out like the Twitter promos that are I like watching his videos that he puts out. Um yeah, it should be neat. Should be neat to see the pain maker return. I don't know what that match is gonna be. I I just <laughs> I love I love whatever uh Matt Menard and Angelo Parker, any one of their promos is it's just fucking hilarious to me. So and they came back with what are we supposed to do? Walk what are they, they're gonna be walking around willy-nilly. I just I find it hilarious. So I don't know, JS and the and the shark cage, the whole thing I think is genius and hilarious. So that should be interesting next week. <laughs> Aren't they supposed to be uh, held in a shark cage on top cage. or something? Up in a it's I guess because it's shark. Well shark week's shark week? <laughs> it's, it's well yeah, it's like shark month or whatever. It's a whole month of shark. Yeah. I don't even know what channel it's on because discovery is something else, but yeah, it's Animal Planet. Yeah. It's, it's great. I love it. What a time to be a professional wrestling fan. Last year, last year it wasn't Shark Week. It was Wardlow Week. That's equally yeah. awesome. <laughs> Second match of the night was Kanusuke uh, Takeshita. <laughs> now you got me saying it wrong. I think about it too much. Last and, night I finally was able to pronounce Takeshita. Who was? Like last night on the podcast, I could finally pronounce Nakeshta. It's a Konuske Takeshta uh, versus John Moxley in whatever a championship eliminator match is. I don't know. This was news to me. I, I don't know what I've been following and not. Apparently, if Takeshta had won, he would have gotten a shot, a title shot at the inter- interim championship. I'm really over the interim championship it's just the championship it's the same belt for all intents and purposes moxley is the championship and is the champion and punk just has to come back and beat him for the title like i don't get what the point is of having an interim champion because everyone thinks holding the exact same belt that cm punk had when he left Everyone thinks that Moxley, the two-time champion, it's it's the AW interim, interim. They're like they don't count the interims. Like when Sammy won it, they didn't count it as a two-time a championship. It's the I'm sorry, but it's the dumbest I, thing I've ever heard. I would have no like they're trying to do with the UFC, copy that, but that's different with the UFC. Like Mox is holding the belt. It's the same belt. There's no not like a different belt where you have to reunify them. And Punk's gonna come back and win. To one belt. It's the same. (laughs) So then you what you get a shot at being the interim champion? I don't know. Undisputed AW World Champion, I guess. 
I think it's stupid. I hate it. Just call Mox yeah. the champ and then let him like fight for it when he gets back. I don't like interim champions. I, I don't like it. I thought CM Punk was kind of a fumbly champion anyway, but that's just my opinion. He only had the best. Well, he's technically still champion. That were 40 something days, but like I heard, well, I'll talk about this in the rumors. I don't know. In any case, Takeshi fought Mox, and I thought it was a great math match. I think uh, Kanusuke Takeshi is a just hidden gem of uh, just wrestling talent. The kid is over like Rover. He reminds me of, I was telling a friend today, Okada in a sense, where he doesn't perform any like particular like fancy moves he just takes like the regular moves much like okada and like just performs them and executes them to like perfection they are clean they are high flying they just look so good he did this one brain buster that was amazing he has this german suplex is phenomenal the kid has talent. He has it. I don't know what it is, but I think he has it. I thought it was a main event quality match. Um, I really wish they had let Dikesh to win. And, you know, obviously he would have lost, like, at that championship match down the line. But I thought it would have been a nice, like, little two-week run. Maybe a nice little two-week story. I thought it was unfortunate that he didn't win. But I overall thought it was a, like, just fantastic match. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Yeah, that's what uh, I got. I gave it. Um, the only thing with the match is like, this match is going to be a good match, but we'll draw ratings, and that's I think that's what AEW has problems with sometimes. Is I mean, yeah, they might be good matches, but because like their match got the lowest rated match, like out like out of the night. So I thought the match was great, but. How their match got the lowest rating of the night when Jake Hager and Claudio Castanoli was boring. That was actually the most. I'll have to go back, but there was it was like, boring. We'll get there. We'll we'll move on. We'll move on because there were some boring matches, and that one wasn't boring. That was a good match. Maybe people are bored of seeing John Moxley fight the same match over and over. Maybe that's what they were bored about, Connor. Do you think about that? Because Takeshi uh, was great. I don't know. As one of the take it up in the comments, people. Mm. I don't know. Maybe the ratings are a joke. Maybe people needed a snack. I don't know. Takeshita was great. I'll die on that hill. Mm. With your ratings. In any case, uh, the third match of the night was Luchasaurus and Griff Garrison. So full disclosure, um, I ordered sushi. We always get sushi on um, Dynamite night. And so we do sushi and Dynamite. But then afterwards, I need a snack, like a sweet treat. So I get my Oreos. And I was getting Oreos during this match and didn't watch any of it. So I don't know what happened. Oh, Luchasaurus. And Griff Garrison. And then... Yeah, it's basically I just wrote eating thing. Oreos. I was eating Oreos. It's basically the same thing they did with Matt Hardy. So, just come out and talk a bunch of shit. Yeah, I guess he did. And then he basically trashed uh, Brian Pillman's family like MJF did. MJF Ooh. did a lot better, but uh, yeah, didn't MJF do the same thing? 
Yeah. <laughs> and that's where the mid came from. Remember when he was out and like they were out there and that's where the like mid started. He was like, this he, whole place is mid. He uh he just came out, beat beat Griff Garrison like two minutes, and then they put both he put both uh Pillman and Garrison through the table. It didn't break the first time, the second time it broke, but it looks like next week, next Wednesday, they're getting a tag match. So Christian's finally getting back in the ring since like two, three years. It feels like he hasn't been in the ring in years. He wrestled in that, I don't know, There he was grumpy about getting kicked out of the Casino Battle Royale, so he wrestled at some point. Yeah, that was like 2020. Like he was still going on about 2021's Casino Battle Royale. He was, I guess like, I still like about AEW, like, long-term storytelling. Like, they don't forget matches. No. Like, they don't forget them. That's one thing WWE, like, this past Monday's, like, women's match, it's not going to be talked about in, like, two, three months down the road. That's what I like about AEW. A lot of their yeah. matches aren't, forget, aren't forgotten about. No. No, and the rankings matter. I like that too. Oh, you know what other thing I like about AEW? Me and my husband were talking about this is that they bring up like the financial aspect, which I always think like you'll hear Dax Harwood talk about it. And I think Christian Cage has talked about it. Like they'll be, sometimes you'll hear it in promos. They'll be like, oh, well, you know, you made me lose this match and it took money out of my pocket, you know? And like yeah. the rankings matter because that's like, it'll affect your pay. And I've never heard that talked about in wrestling before. And I think it adds an interesting dynamic. And that's something I like that AEW does. Um, fourth match of the night was Jake Hager versus Claudio Castagnoli. Um, winner was Claudio. I thought it was boring. It was an okay match. I didn't even rate it. I uh, thought it was 7 out of 10. Um, these two teamed up in WWE. And Jake Hager turned on Cesaro, but... They never really had a match or anything, but um, I think AEW's booked Claudio way better than they've booked some of the other former WWE stars. Like, comes in at Forbidden Door, has a fantastic match against Zack Sabre Jr. First night on Dynamite is a blood and guts match. Then he finally gets to have a match should have had in WWE a long time ago, Jake Hager. Um, I think that this is the best like one of the best former W stars that they've booked perfectly well since they brought him in. Um, but yeah, it was a uh, not the best match of the night, but I, I'm it was a seven nine out of ten match. I would give it. I'd maybe given five, or I thought it was boring. I thought it was. He swung them around. And they did the swingy thing. They're two big guys. I don't. I never found Cesaro practic. Like particularly interesting. I think Jake Hager is boring. I he needs to bring back those. I don't uh, think either one of them have all that much personality. I think I don't know what Claudio does with his entrance music. I thought it was horrible in WWE with the uh, the siren. I think whatever this is is awful. I thought the wrestling was generic. Um, I get that they had whatever with their mediocre tag team back in WWE. Now they're here. It just was a sandwich match. Maybe I was tired after I ate my Oreos, but I was just like, this is, I thought it was boring. I was really tired. I could have fallen asleep. 
match five of the night was Serena Deeb and Anna Jay. Anna Jay was in, you know, hometown-esque uh, in Georgia. With the winner being Serena Deeb, which I fully expected, but was kind of sad. I thought that might have given Anna Jay the win in her hometown. But, you know, Serena Deeb's the GOAT, so I didn't fully expect Anna Jay to win. I thought Anna Jay looked good. Yeah, I thought the match was really good. Uh, I thought it was better than, well, at least Marina Shavir wasn't wrestling. Oh, God, um, I thought the same thing. I was like, thank God I don't have to see Marina Shafir. Another Dynamite. I thought this was the best women's match on, on Dynamite of this month, probably. Yeah, I thought it looked uh, well. But I think right now, Tony Storm's the most hottest one. Not, not physically wise, but her wrestling something like she's she's picked up so many wins like her and her and thunder rosa creating thunderstorm she beat thunderstorm, I love it. she's that team as a tag team she's had a match against thunder rosa at forbidden door the only women's match and they put on a heck of a match like she's red hot right now well both of them are uh yeah i, I give this match a seven out of ten i would have had anna jay win because she's only on dark elevation going against jobbers yeah, it'd been nice yeah. to see her pick up a win that she had to earn. I I I, th I thought it would be nice to see her pick up the win, especially with her family in town. I thought um, I thought she looked good. I thought she kept pace with Serena well. Um, you know, Serena Deep is just so good in the ring, and when you see her with wrestling somebody, because Serena Deep wrestles a lot of like jobbers and like those local people. When you see her wrestling somebody who can start to keep pace with her is just so impressive um how quickly she moves from submission move and just counters and it's just like amazing to watch her in the ring but i i thought it was a great match i i also would give it in the seven out of ten range um we saw mercedes martinez uh come to the ring at the end and that's leading up to a, they're getting what a title a title match at the um death before dishonor yeah. That was happening or going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'm anticipating. It seems like they're just going to put AEW women in ROH. You're not going to have any ROH women like like they used to, like uh, Willow Nightingale, Diana Peraza. Nightingale. I think she's great. <laughs> she's just like like just bright sunshine, babyest baby face. I feel like Diana Peraza should still be champion, but she's. Way better than both. There's some mm. Serena, in my opinion. Uh, she cannot, She is a very good technical wrestler, but I get why she signed with Impact and that. So mm. I like Deanna Prazer a lot. We did see a promo, though, as you mentioned, Thunderstorm. Um, from Thunderstorm, they looked good. They had those cool t-shirts. Did you see their t-shirts? The Thunderstorm yeah. t-shirts? Yeah, those are great. Um, and then an appearance from Brick Baker. I was just saying earlier that night, I was like, we haven't seen the DMD in a minute. And she showed up with <laughs> gold. She showed up at Jamie Hayter um, with a sandbag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess, uh, I don't know what that was meant for. I guess her carrying the company. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I think that was a, a nod to the rumors of um, 
Thunder Rosa sandbagging. Oh. <laughs> I, I guess on Twitter, like somebody had made a tweet about Thunder Rosa sandbagging other wrestlers, and both Marina Shafir and Britt Baker liked the tweet, and it was a whole thing. I don't know. Well, Marina Shafir deserved it. If oh yeah, well, and she's done this before. Uh, Eva Lee's like it was a dark match and. They had to cut out some of the scenes because Thunder Rosa was like really beating the heck out of her. Oh, geez. In any case, I'm sure like with all promos and everything, it was worked out beforehand. But it was, I think, and I hope like there's some tag team because, you know, like Thunder Rosa has the title and I think more women are being pushed to the forefront that now that there's some room for a tag team division. And I think in the previous tag team matches we've seen with Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. And I think there was one with like Ruby Soho. Those tag team matches were awesome. So hopefully there's more of that coming in the future. I'd love to see Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter as a tag team that, oh, just be so cool. So definitely stuff to look forward to in the future. And hopefully that all pans out. And Tony Khan gets on that booking, which always brings me back to, we need more time on Rampage. <laughs> just make it two hours. Yeah, they uh, when they get two hours, they're gonna need better ratings than what they're they've been getting. Like, they decided to put Jim. Well, I'll, I'll talk about that at the end because it's kind of like rumors and stuff. Oh, but. we'll get to the rumors. I'll get there. All right, the big match of the night. The big match was the triple threat tag team match. You saw the Young Bucks versus uh, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs versus Swerve and Our Glory tag team of Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. For the AEW Tag Team Championships, that that was a match. What do you think? Yeah, I didn't know who who was gonna win. Like, I didn't either. At at one point, I thought I didn't know who was gonna, gonna win. win until the last second. At one point, I thought Team Taz was gonna win, and I swear it was gonna hit Keith Lee with that belt. Like, <laughs> when he was turned and he had the belt, he was telling him something. I I don't know if that was intended to be like that or. What? But I thought he was going to hit him with that belt. But I, I think thought we was, all uh, thought that was going to happen. I to what end? Cool. I don't know. I thought that was the best match of the night um, by far. I think when they lose the tag titles, Swerve will throw a fit and turn on Keith Lee. I think that's how it's going to play out. Like how so, Kenny, like how Kenny did the Hangman. Yeah, I thought first of all. I thought it was an excellent match. I thought the start of the match was was so, so good. Um, you know, the beginning with Nick Jackson and Swerve going toe for toe, move for move, I thought was a great little bit of wrestling. Um, it was really fun to watch. I, I thought that the little bit... <laughs> First of all, I love Taz on commentary. I just fucking cracks me up. Um, I thought when... Uh, Nick Jackson and um, was it Matt Jackson and Ricky Starks were walking on the ropes and they both went to Yambag City. I was dying. That was hilarious. Um, there were some really great spots in the match. You know, when you had Swerve jumping off Keith Lee's chest, there were uh, that huge spear from Ricky Starks to Swerve. Um, I thought was the end of the match the with Ricky Starks and the Young Bucks, and then they super kicked it. Well, they all super kicked Keith Lee, and then then Swerve, uh, Ricky Starks got the super kick. There were great moments left and right in this match. It was just moment after moment. 
you know, I was just like sitting on the couch, like, ah, you know, I felt like a kid again. This was great wanna, wrestling from start to finish. I want a trios team with the Young Bucks and Ricky Starks. What's that? I want a trios team with the Young Bucks and Ricky Starks. Like, even though it only lasted for about five seconds. That was just great. I was just Starks of Bob. in my happy place. I love Ricky Starks. I thought he really... If I were going to highlight any of the wrestlers in the match, I think Ricky Starks really kind of shined the brightest for me. And um, Powerhouse Hobbs. I think out of all the tag teams, they kind of really looked the best to me. Maybe I'm a little biased, but, you know, we know the Young Bucks are great. Um, I thought Team Taz looked awesome. I really thought if the Young Bucks were going to drop the titles, it should have gone to them. And... Mm -hmm. I think Swerve and Keith Lee are, are a great tag team. I think all wrestlers in this match are just top-tier, great tag teams. As far as the story goes, I don't know where they're going with this. They've created a problem. They, I feel like there's a problem. Like Because now... I thought the Young Bucks were going to carry the titles to All Out. All Out. Because now... If you guys get the title shot at All Out, probably. And, to do the and if they're Lee, not, they should. If Keith Lee, if they're facing Keith Lee and Swerve, then Swerve knows losing them. Like, there's no way FTR is losing. Like, they're the hottest tag team right now. And I feel like it's really, I don't want to say like below gonna, FTR, but right now they're like going to fight the Briscoes at Death and Dishonor. And it's like, while well, you got like three other tag teams here duking it out for the tag team championships, and FTR is just kind of like, hmm, hey guys. And you got the crowd chanting their name when they weren't even mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> and it's they're like, sure. what, are, what are you giving the fans here? You know. I hope they don't have the young bucks go back and win them again, and they do this hot potato thing like they do with the TNT title. That's what I think they're going to do. And and the crowd hated that. We we yeah, all no... hated the TNT championship so much that when Wardlow finally got it, it was kind of just it wasn't as like like I was so happy that Wardlow got it, but it was still just like, eh, the TNT championship kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we also got to have that bad, I had that bad taste in my mouth about the TNT championship. The second Sammy Guevara said anything, I was just like, oh, you know. Yeah, I think Wardlow is going to bring back the uh, weekly open challenge that Cody originally started. Mm. Um, well, he's, he, he said that he wants to. Now that's one thing him saying it if they'll actually let him do it, but he, he wants to do the weekly open challenge. But yeah, I think they've created a bit of a problem. And I loved the Young Bucks as tag team champions. Like, I they was perfectly the, happy with them being the champs. Like, their second reign was the worst reign in AEW history with only one title defense and only hold it, held it for 28 days. Worst like, title I don't, reign in history. They are an excellent tag team, and like, I was talking to a friend about this earlier, you know, I think there's like this, you don't want to keep the tag team championships that, you know, the belts on the young bucks for too long because it's like, Oh, we gave ourselves the belts. And it's like the young bucks don't do any of the booking. They don't decide any of that. It's all in Tony sure. Khan hands, you know, I would have <laughs> just let the young bucks held on to it to all out and have FTR win. Yeah. Cause both, well, the first FTR match was in front of a 15% capacity. Second time was on TV, but we kind of got on pay-per-view with no commercials, no ads, no time limits. You got to worry about a full-on match in mm. front of a full-capacity crowd. But So we're not getting 
Well, we, we, we could still get FTR and Swerve and Strickland, but yeah. I would have wanted to see FTR and the Young Bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's what. That's like the, you know, two of the greatest tag teams, like just ever. You know that that was the match to see. So I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know where they're going with this. While it was a, a great match, I would have given the match like a nine out of ten. But I kind of hope that. Which like, why? <laughs> I'm glad they didn't win because it looks like Matt Jackson's injured now. Uh, but if they would have won interim AEW tag champions. <laughs> oh, God help us. So, well, but don't get me wrong, Swerved and Keith Lee deserve those tag titles. Like they've put in, well, they haven't been tag team, a tag team for long, and they've put on a lot of great tag team matches. Um, Swerved looked amazing. Yeah. Sort of did some crazy stuff. He he really showed that he can go toe to toe with the best tag teams in like the world. So, you know, he really came in and showed that he he has he has it. Don't sleep on Ricky Starks. I'm waiting for him to get that push. You know, because whatever I don't know between his facial expressions, his his athleticism, it's just that kid's got places to go. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was it was a dynamite. Dynamite. I got a little sleepy in the middle. Um, but overall, overall it was a good one. It was a good one. Yeah, I don't think a Dynamite's ever been as worse as a three-hour Raw or two-hour SmackDown. They've never went that low. I can watch AEW's worst show. I don't, I don't think they've ever put on a worse show. And it, it, if they have put on a worse show, their worst show is still good. AEW's worst show, I still wouldn't fast forward through a match. I will say the worst pay-per-view was all out 2020. <laughs> Opening match was a botch fest. You know, I will fast forward through almost like every every match, like every match on Raw, or like I don't even watch anymore. But like even when I do, it was only like AJ forward. and Randy Orton. What's that? I only like AJ Styles and Randy Orton. Oh, you know. Too. Randy Orton will always be my like. I just I love Randy Orton. He does no wrong. I think it's pretty great. I'll watch whatever match he's in. Barry, he's injured too now, huh? Yeah, he'll be out the rest of this year. Yep. So now I really have no reason to watch WWE. <laughs> like yeah. really none. All right, I have no rumors because <laughs> I haven't been on yeah. Twitter in forever, so I don't know what's going on out there. I feel like I had one, though, something I came by, but I don't know. I can't remember now. Well, the two that I had was um, it's, a, it's a rumor now. It's not accurate or anything like that, but it's rumored that CM Punk was supposed to lose the belt to MJF at All Out. It was supposed to be done, too. Uh, and then CM Punk got injured, of course. That's not happening. So, I don't know how true that is, but I want MJF to take the belt off of CM Punk. Um, yeah, I, no, that would be pretty awesome. I think, like, CM Punk and MJF feud is the best in AEW history. Like, they got real deep. No other storyline has, has gotten that deep. Um, it's probably one of the best storylines in, like, all of And I think wrestling. they could... And with them fighting over a title, I think they could be hitting history, history rating levels oh, for, sure. for AEW. I think they could be the key to getting them to two million. Really, 
Uh, yeah, and then the second rumor I had, what was we talking about? Uh, I don't remember what I, I remember I had, the rumor I had. I just like saw this on Twitter while I was scrolling. It was something about Paige that Paige was going to sign with AEW and it or it did work something out with Tony Khan like where like after she was her contract was up with WWE that she talked with Tony Khan and wants to come on she's kind of in like in a Claudio situation where like just waiting for the timing but like not really sure in like what capacity she would come on whether it was like training or yeah. what but she does have some something to do with AEW or will at some point in time. Yeah. I don't think she'll ever get to wrestle again. Mm. I wish she would, but I think her injury is a lot worse than like someone like Brian Danielson or someone like that. But I would have loved to see her, her uh, like head booker of the women's division or I don't know, scout train the women or I don't know what she could do really. Like, I would hate for them just to throw her like WWE did into a tag team and be a manager. And then it only lasted like two months. Yeah. But AEW is good like that. They're good with legacy. You know? So. Maybe uh, if on Ring of Honor, they're going to have Women of Honor and Future of Honor still, uh, Paige could be the commentator for Future of Honor. Ring of oh, Honor. that would be cool. Or not Future of Honor, Women of Honor. Mm. If they're still going to. Do those shows. You were going to say something about. I had another. Red Baker. Something about. I don't know. I think it was when we we're talking about Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. I can't remember, but there's not many uh, rumors out there, really. Maybe no that's local. good. Yeah, that's all I got, really, uh, rumor-wise. Maybe that's, like, a good thing. Yeah, we don't need any. There's yeah. probably something going on that we don't know about, but I don't want to know. But you want to know about it. I don't want any bad news. No. I feel like all the rumors are always bad. Yeah. Like, the only and good one not coming back for a long time. CM Punk going to AEW and Brian Danielson. And the best news was, was Adam Cole left WWE on, yeah. on his own. Too. Uh, what's coming up on Rampage? What's what's going on on Rampage tomorrow? I got the. Right I didn't there. look. So, this was a match that I actually tagged. This is weird. A lot of stuff I tagged Tony Khan, and eventually he does. He sees my tweets. I feel like he does because <laughs> I tweeted this three weeks in a row, and we're getting the match on Rampage. Lucha Bros. Why don't you tag Tony? and tell him to give us some jobs so I don't have to go back to work tomorrow. Be Trust like, me, I, hey, CK, this is our podcast. Can we move to Florida and come work for you? Thanks. Yeah. Um, first match is Lucha Bros versus Private Party. These two faced each other in 2019. It was like 10-star match. And now Listen, Sister, Private Party is really good. Yeah. Now we just don't ever see him wrestle anymore. His private party's heel, I think this match would be even better than it was in 2019. 
uh, got Athena and Chris Stetlander versus, well, they're in action, so. Oh, in action. So uh, the Dark Order versus House of Black, uh, Alex Reynolds and Silver versus Brody King and Malachi. And then, of course, the main event for the ROH World Championship, Jonathan Gresham versus Lee Moriarty. Um, oh, the rumor I was going to, I don't think this is the same one, but uh, we might get a uh, Jonathan Gresham's opponent revealed for the ROH pay-per-view tomorrow night on Rampage. Um, yeah, that's yes, it might for Rampage. Uh, the Gun Cult's supposed to be doing something on like why they turned on the acclaimed or something. Hmm. I always think Rampage is going to be boring, but usually it's good. Yeah. Like, oh, then it's, not, it's always good. A rampage isn't really i don't know why it's not drawing good ratings but i feel like they showcase a lot of the younger talent and they're putting on a lot of great matches like uh jay lethal and nikashta mm-hmm. hey uh, they on, look at they you put on a good match uh moxley and willa yuda they put on a lot of good matches and i feel like they don't get the credit they deserve on rampage probably because time slot yeah uh, maybe it's fridays in the summer i don't know fridays is a hard night I know it would hurt Impact Wrestling, but throw it on Thursday nights at 7 o'clock. I know. I know it. Thursday nights be the day to do it. But you can't think about other promotions. You got to think about you. Like, uh, yeah. At some point, you do. And I think, you know, Friday nights, like, you know, some people like to go on out with friends or going out places, especially at 9 o'clock. Like, but I'm curious. I want to see AEW's DVR numbers because I feel because like nowadays, you can go YouTube TV, Hulu TV, and you can rewatch and stream stuff like crazy now. That's what, I have it on Hulu. Like they have the Hulu Live TV, so we go back and watch it yeah. all the time. So that one thing that, that unless you're really cool and you're on a podcast and watch it live, in which case, mm-hmm. then you get the ratings. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah that's a. Uh, that's all I got. That's there's all I got. There's not really any rumors. I don't really have any other rumors besides that one I heard about Paige, which might not even be true. Like, I, that might be just completely yeah. made up. I just was scrolling yeah. on Twitter. So I people, don't even know what the source was. Don't, don't quote us. That's what don't they're called. Ever. The, the rumors. They are literally things I read on the internet, and I it's couldn't even tell you. Not 100% accurate. As always, all of our opinions about wrestling are done with love and respect for the wrestlers. They put their bodies on the line to entertain us every day. So please take it with a grain of salt and don't come at us or be weird on the internet. Don't stalk us. We don't like that. Um, give us a like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. Follow the All Elite Zone podcast. And we'll be back tomorrow night with the Rampage Live reaction. And yeah, that's all we got.